welcome everybody to another installment of Jefferson County's podcast for the people. My name is Helen Hayes. I'm the Director of Public Information for Jefferson County. And today we are talking trash. We have with us Hannah Barris, who's the Education Training Coordinator for Jefferson County. And then we have a volunteer with us, Debbie Blackburn, who has been a cleanup coordinator. And she's going to talk about what it has been like on her end as a volunteer coordinating cleanups. But Hannah, welcome to both of you. Thank you so much for having us. All right. So this is great. So Hannah, we're going to start with you. So explain a little bit what your role and what your group does in development services in Jefferson County. Jefferson County Stormwater Program implements Clean Water Act requirements that pertain to stormwater. The Environmental Protection Agency, otherwise known as EPA, sets forth requirements to the states, and in our state would be the state of Alabama Department of Environmental Management, so known as ADEM. They set forth requirements that cities and counties are bound to adhere to. So in Jefferson County as a whole, not in just uh, development services, multiple uh, ordinances and regulations to prohibit various pollutants, such as construction, site runoff, weed and litter, grease from food service facilities, all from entering our waterways. We provide to the public programs at no charge that aid the public in properly disposing of items that could potentially harm our waterways, such as household oil and grease, hazardous waste days, electronic take-back items, and also volunteer cleanups. Jefferson County, though, is just one of many counties in the state of Alabama that's required by federal and state laws to implement a stormwater program. Our staff in the stormwater program are responsible for a few things. Waterway testing and monitoring, water quality data collection and the interpretation of that data, water pollution reporting hotline. In other words, we maintain a hotline citizens can call to report pollution, construction site permitting and inspection, complaint investigation, public education and outreach, and also required to prepare an annual report that's submitted to ADEM each year. We have a lot of community cleanups. How does Jefferson County assist with these in making these happen? Well, first off, Jefferson County partners with multiple agencies. We all have different roles, but our mission is the same. So first off, um, the Alabama People Against a Littered State, also known as AL PALS, um, we coordinate with them. They provide resources for anyone throughout the state wanting to hold a litter cleanup. Jefferson County wanting to partner with other organizations. Again, um, we partner with them and also with other local municipalities. We provided Jefferson County specific, um, the stormwater program, we provide items such as gloves, backpacks and or safety shirts and um, trash grabbers. We also coordinate various resources with other county departments, for example, the roads and transportation. They help us designate a specific area for where the trash will be placed. 
and also the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office. We utilize their reservists uh, for traffic control during these events. And Alabama Pals provides the trash bags, which are biodegradable for anybody um, interested in a cleanup. Now, just because I'm with the Jefferson County program doesn't mean that if you don't live in um, one of our areas that you can't have one. That's where Alabama Pals comes in and other local municipalities. That's fantastic. So can you talk a little bit about, I mean, other than visually, these cleanups help our roads look better, right? And, um, and that's what we hear a lot about is people's there's a lot of trash on the roadways. But how do these cleanups help protect our watershed? So watershed is an area of land defined by the river and valleys to where when it rains, that water is going to go to one common point. So watershed is not just the roads that are right next to a creek. It's all the other roads that parallel sort of if you look at a tree and all the branches of the tree. So whether it's at the top or the bottom of this watershed, any item intentionally or not, and I'm going to throw out non-intentional such as items blown out of vehicles with the windows down or out of the back of trucks, um, anything that's blown out lands on the ground doesn't stay there. Um, it gets carried away by several things. It could be rain. It could be animals or it could be wind uh, that carries these items either to what we consider the stormwater drainage system, pipes, ditches, open channels, or it goes directly to our local waterways, rivers, creeks, lakes, and streams. So by us picking up anything prior to it getting in our stormwater drainage system and or our rivers helps protect um, and prevents these various types of pollutants that could enter it. The other items I want to bring up people don't think about is litter and refuse dropped on the ground attracts animals. So scavenger type animals, they could be um, prone to carrying vector-borne diseases. The other thing is these items hold water. And as we all well know too much here in Jefferson County or the South, when we get a lot of rain and we have standing water, creates opportunities for mosquitoes. But when we can get these and coordinate our communities, encourage them to have cleanups, it allows them a tool for us in Jefferson County to bring about a bigger awareness of the impacts of litter, not only on our streets, but in our waterways. Allows our communities to come together for a common concern. So regardless of their issues or, or ideas or whatever, they come all together, all different kind of people, different backgrounds, all to literally tackle a big problem that we have and a huge common concern, which is litter. And we also know that litter impacts our property values. So people, when you have an area that is heavily littered or people where they illegally dump, property values tend not to be as high. So by Maintaining a cleaner watershed, not only are we protecting the water from pollutants and all the um, people and animals that live in it, we're also helping bring about uh, better economic growth to the community. When the last thing I'll say is when people come together and participate in a roadside litter cleanup volunteer, they start having discussions um, about litter. They see firsthand when we have problems about 
the impact of habitual litterers and all those items congregate right there at the mouth of a storm drain. Um, when it does, the water doesn't have an opportunity to get into the structures that the county provides for this rainwater and can potentially cause flooding. So it's a huge impact, um, not just because it doesn't look good, but it's also a health concern, it's a flooding concern, and it's also concerned pollution. Let's not forget what we locally do here in our waterways and also um, down to the watersheds. Uh, we play in the water, we recreate, we boat, we fish, we swim. We also get food from our drinking water. And all watersheds in Jefferson County ultimately drain to Mobile Bay. So what we do upstream in Alabama, even though we're the mid part of Alabama, all our water drains to the Gulf of Mexico through Mobile um, and Mobile Bay. So it is prudent for us to make sure that we try everything that we can to prevent pollution in our watershed, local watersheds. Absolutely. That's a really great description that I think bring it home with a lot of people is where all of our water drains into and where it's all going ultimately. So Debbie, let's talk about you. You have been on the volunteer end of these cleanups. Can you talk a little bit about how having a cleanup has affected your community? One thing is when I first started with the cleanups, it was what, six years ago, Hannah? Yeah. And I knew nothing about the waterways and and the impact that the litter had on our water. So when we started with the uh, community cleanups, one thing we all agree on in the community, one thing we can all agree on is none of us want trash. We don't want it in our neighborhoods. We don't want it in our streets and we don't want it in our yards. So coming together to clean it up, even if it's only a few streets like Mogaloop Road, it gives us the opportunity to meet and visit with neighbors. It brings us closer together for sure. And we've had some awesome people come out to our community meetings to share a wealth of information about the waterways and the watersheds that Hannah has just described. So it's been very beneficial for us educational-wise, plus it's really helped us to be able to get the community together and to clean it up. So what would you tell somebody who may be thinking about organizing a cleanup, maybe on the fence about doing one of these in their community? How hard was it to get the first one off the ground? For the first one, it wasn't too difficult. The most challenging part is to get the word out. You know, so by connecting with all of the local churches, by connecting with all of the uh, community organizations, the business that was there in our community, and putting out flyers that Hana provided, we were able to get the word out. What I say to people now is that it's not just about the streets and Hana just described. It's about the water. None of us like to drive over Bayview Lake and see trash in Bayview Lake. Bayview Lake is just one of the stops that litter has on the way to Mobile Bay. So when we come together, one of the most common objections has been, well, it's not going to do any good to clean it up because they're just going to throw more trash out. And so my response to that is this. If we clean it up, 
they'll see that we are united, that we care about our community and we respect our neighbors. So they would have thrown their trash out anyway. At least we can put forth the image that we care about our community. I think that's a fantastic way to look at it and a great response to people. You can affect change and it takes volunteers like yourself to actually be that change that they want to see in their communities. So Hannah, let's talk about how do people schedule a cleanup? What do they need to do? Well, first, what they need to do is contact our department and that phone number is 205-325-8741. And what we ask is that they have one key person in that community that's willing to work with our department with Lynn and myself. It's easier to work with one representative out of a community than a few of them. So first, choose somebody to stand up and be that community coordinator. We also ask that you give us at least three weeks notice prior to scheduling a cleanup so that we can coordinate and manage the other resources such as the sheriff's office. We use deputy reserves on their days off um, to assist with these. So we try to be polite, and mindful with their time. The other um, resources such as roads and transportation, of course, their main job is not picking up litter, but they do it um, mindfully with us and are grateful to help. So we try to identify a designated trash location and so on and so forth. Just gives them enough time to do that. Another thing that I forgot to mention earlier is the roads and transportation staff install temporary volunteer cleanup signs along the targeted roadways for the cleanups. So by giving us additional weeks, we have time to get on their schedule so that they can install those signs, which acts as a twofold. It's a community awareness that a cleanup's taking place. Also, hopefully stop some people moving so fast during the targeted roadways. But um, that's pretty simple to just get that, choose a date, have a time location, a registration location. And we will help you and walk through if you're hesitant or unaware of the other things to do. Lynn and I have been doing this for multiple years. And while no two communities are the same, there are certain set guidelines that work in every community. That's fantastic. And so people can do this whether they're in unincorporated Jefferson County or if they're in a city within Jefferson County, they can call. Yes, they can call our office again, 205-325-8741. Now, the county's resources are for areas in unincorporated Jefferson County or along roadways where Jefferson County has road through agreements where they maintain those roadways. However, we work with other local cities and agencies, and there's multiple items. There's resources for anybody that wants to have a cleanup within Jefferson County, for the state for that matter, and that would fall back to um, the state program, Alabama Pals. But we work with local jurisdictions and can help you regardless of where you live, putting together a volunteer roadside litter cleanup. That's fantastic. So let's talk about a little bit about the other events that the county provides people for ways to dispose of things like our hazardous waste day and our electronic um, recycling events. We have one of those coming up this fall, correct? Yes. Um, as a matter of fact, we host, we the county host electronic take back days. These events are also in partnership with other local municipalities and agencies. Um, but the next one coming up will be on Saturday, 
October 9th. It'll take place on Short 20th Street between Birmingham City Hall and Lynn Park. The flyer is available on Jefferson County's website, jccal.org. Also under uh, Development Services um, Community Outreach page. Uh, a lot of people don't understand why we would want to host these type of events. And I want to mention that the Jefferson County has landfills and those landfills were not designed to have all the items that we, the luxuries of what we have in today's society, one being electronics. Electronics um, contain various minerals and other items that can be collected and reused um, so that we don't have to mine for them as well. But our, they also have items when broken uh, could be potentially hazardous uh, to the landfill. So the best in way to do that is to bring it to one of our electronic take back day events. TVs and old monitors are included and there is no additional charge. We typically have four of them throughout Jefferson County starting in February. And we have them in all different locations of the county to overcome some barriers of people in the north having to come all the way down south. So we have them strategically located throughout Jefferson County. They're held 9 a.m. to 11.30 and as a benefit, the vendor tosses in free or a paper shredding um, for our electronic events. So it's a great time to get rid of all electronics and also shred your paper. Hazardous Waste Day event that you were talking about is held annually in conjunction with um, our municipalities. There's three locations held on the same day throughout Jefferson County in Irondale, Gardendale, and in Bessemer. And the time of those events is 8 to 11.30. We will be meeting with a committee uh, this week, as a matter of fact, tomorrow, to solidify our date for 2022. While it's typically held in April, you always want to make sure that you check back on Jefferson County social media and also on our main webpage, again, www.jccal.org. Our save the date flyer should be posted um, around Halloween, if not before. And the last thing I want to mention is Jefferson County hosts the Household Oil and Grease Recycling Collection. This, again, is another item that does not cost the residents money. It's open to anybody in Jefferson County. Uh, the purpose of this program is to prevent these materials used household oil and grease from going into our drainage system down our sinks and our in the kitchen or your bathroom sinks. Uh, the purpose of this is when oil, while it may pass your pipes in your house, will create a big blob of fat oil and grease ball. And that ball clogs the main trunk of our sanitary sewer lines. When that happens, we have overflows. And that's not a good thing, again, for our rivers, creeks, lakes, and streams. And the number one cause of sanitary sewer overflows is fats, oils, and grease um, being poured incidentally or on purpose down the water system in our houses. So, again, there's 22 locations. There's free containers that you can pick up. More information on jccal.org. But all these things, again, are items that we try to provide for the citizens of Jefferson County as a proactive way to combat and deal with some major pollution concerns.
Well, ladies, thank you to both of you for being with us today. And I'm going to put all the contact information and the links in our show notes. And I'll link to the map that has all of the oil and grease recycling locations on it. And I'll link to our cleanups page. And then we'll also give the number. We didn't talk about illegal dumping today. And that's a whole nother podcast in and of itself that we're working on. So We'll put that contact information. If you see somebody dumping illegal, we'll put that contact information in our show notes as well. But ladies, thank you for joining us today. If anybody has any other ideas on topics they would like to hear from Jefferson County, you can always email me. My email address is Hayes, H-A-Y-S-H, at jccal.org. And we will see you next time on the Jefferson County Podcast for the People.